Hey, 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 what's up, my peoples? I fucking missed y'all. Oh my god, I've been going through some shit. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Uh, I just got over a little sickness, just a little cold. Um, So if I sound a little snotty, <laughs> oops, that's why. <laughs> I accidentally hit those bells when I said snotty. <laughs> shit um how have y'all been what the fuck is up it is now february 16th it is uh two days after valentine's day (laughs) i love valentine's day (laughs) actually every valentine's day fucking sucks for me (sighs) oh i don't know what the deal is man but like i just been going through it honey my mama says it's because I'm going to be a therapist one day because, you know, that's what I'm like in my master's for right now is um, mental health counseling. Cause I'm going to be a therapist. My mama says I go through all the shit <laughs> so that I have experience to speak from whenever I'm in therapy sessions. But I'm like, OK, bitch, like, OK, but also I'm tired. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't call my mom a bitch. Um, I would never do that. but for real I'm tired like I can't believe the motherfucking shit that just happened to me and honestly I'm not even ready to talk about it yet so just give me a minute because I'm still processing uh I am gonna make a podcast about it though because shit is fucking wild yo and the story needs to be told (laughs) to save people um save their lives um but we'll get into that another time for now um so recently I um went on Instagram and I asked for my peoples, y'all, to ask me some questions. Anything you want to know, like let me know. Y'all asked a bunch of questions. I think I have like 60 or something like that. So I'm just gonna breeze through them motherfuckers because I'm here for you. I mean I'm here for me because it's my fucking life. But I'm also here for you. I know that y'all freaking love me (laughs) sorry that sounded like conceited but I know that you do that's why you're listening and I want this to be what you want too and you want to ask me these questions so let's get to it baby boo so this is going um from my Instagram um I asked this question a week ago (laughs) ask me anything and it's taken me this long to get around to it but again I'll explain that in the next episode because I'm not ready yet but anyways, okay, so we'll start. Um, of all, okay, this is from Emmy Ham 0505. Of all the outdoor places you've hiked, visited, explored so far, where is a place that you highly recommend people to visit in their lifetime? Hmm. Alaska. Um, simply because there's no place like it, especially in America. I think the only thing that would might compare to it is like Sweden or like Switzerland or something. It's just fucking beautiful. Um... Another place I highly recommend is hmm, hmm, Thailand. Um, I went to Koh Phangan. It's an island in this in South Thailand. Uh, that shit was amazing. <clears throat> I did my yoga teacher training there, and it was fucking glorious. Um, okay, next one. Uh, Tori Piper says, oh my God, please tell us about your man. Fuck that motherfucker. He's a narcissist and an alcoholic. I'll get into that another time. Uh, he's not my man anymore. <clears throat> I'm single, bitch. 
announcement. I'm single. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is from Priscilla Zoila. What is your goal with your psych degree that you're working on? Uh, I'm going to be a therapist for sex workers because I've been through a bunch of shit, as I was saying, and I get it. I get the, the whole hustle. So I'm here for you. Uh, Post Veg Jack says, why are you so precious? Baby girl, I don't know, <laughs> but I am. Huh? Thank you. Um, the Real Dick Nick says, have you ever had your toes sucked? Yes, I have. And I really like it. Um, especially when I'm getting paid to have my toes suck. I love that shit. Like when I'm at work and some perv is like, can I put your toes in my mouth? Um, I'm like, fuck yeah, you're disgusting. My shoes are gross and my feet are sweaty. Sure. Suck on my toes, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for the money. Um, Celio, Sierra. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, she asked, or he asked, do you have any regrets? Yes, I do. I regret getting my belly button pierced. I regret getting my clit pierced. And I regret getting too drunk before the Kanye West uh, Pablo tour. I don't remember any of the concert. And I spent $500 on tickets. And that was a big regret. Because I love Kanye. Um, <clears throat> he needs to shut the fuck up, but I love him. Um, other than that, do I have any regrets? <laughs> yeah, I think when I sold my car, I sold it for too little money, but I just needed it off my hands quick. So it worked. Um, that's about it though. Uh, all my other mistakes I'm pretty chill with cause it's a lot of learning that came. Um, what do you, this is from Mubin Piran. Um, what do you think of Pete Buttigieg? Um, I think that's a politician and I don't pay attention politics I know I know I'm bad but like I'm just going through too much to like dive into some like lizard reptilian ass human beings aka politicians <clears throat> I don't trust any of them um I don't participate um there was a time in my life where I was very involved um with activism and politics but I don't have the emotional space for that right now because I'm getting a, a master's degree and uh, life. Okay, anyways, <clears throat> Proud Cat Mom says law of attraction and manifesting. It's not really a question, but uh, yes, both of those are real. And if you haven't read The Secret or watched the documentary, go for that. Um, it got me where I am today. Uh, <laughs> Gangsta Feather. I just love your name, by the way. I love that. Um, do you believe in past life regression? Uh, let me Google regression. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I fill my head with a lot of um, words. Okay. Uh, does that mean it goes backward? Wait. Um, I think what you're trying to ask is, do I believe in past lives? And uh, yes, I do. Um, in fact, when I did ayahuasca, um, I saw some of my past lives when I was animals. Um, and in most of my past life, I have been animals. That's why a lot of these people things are weird and confusing to me. Um, not answering that. Okay. Tristiana Bores. I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm butchering y'all's names. <laughs> she or he, one of y'all asks me, um, Green chili or red chili? Uh, Christmas, baby. But also, I prefer green, realistically. But I do like both. 
Um, what's my favorite holiday? Do I work holidays from Angel Cakes? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, I'm not a big holiday person. I like birthdays because I like people. Um, I don't really work holidays much. I guess the one holiday that I do always work is St. Patrick's Day because it falls during March Madness and, um, drunk white peoples are out and I get their money. (laughs) Okay. Anya Tika, she asks, have you or would you escort? Um, and then she says all kinds of stuff. Um, thank you for also saying that I'm fabulous. Um, I have escorted and I do escort, but I don't participate in all aspects of escorting. Um, there's a range. Um, I do mostly like girlfriend experience, um, sex work escorting, which is basically where I get paid to eat dinner and listen to people's problems. Um, I don't, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that there because I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> um, so just X, just Kayla. Kayla, I love you, girl. Um, she asks, what's the script slash formula that I use when I work when dealing with clients to stay in control of the encounter while also coming out on top money-wise? Okay, so this is tricky because all people are different, but I have found that um, let's see, to control the encounter and come on top. You mean to like, um, push them along in the sale because that one's easy. Um, cause a lot of guys will like, you know, I can tell that they want to spend money on me. Uh, let's say I'm doing a VIP, like I'm trying to sell a VIP room, um, with a customer. Um, and I can tell that they're trying to like, you know, dilly dally and shit, I just will be like, oh, babe, when, like, no, 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 how do I say it? There's a few ways to say it, but I'll say something along the lines of like, oh, babe, I just really can't wait to get back there and straddle your cock. Oh, I'm so thirsty too. Can we just go get some champagne? Come on, let's go. Don't bother going to the bar. Like, let's just go to VIP. We have to get drinks back there anyway. Come on, let's go. Like, I kind of do shit like that. Or, girl, I will just... <laughs> I'm such a fucking savage. Like I've been in the industry so long. I know exactly what to do. You just like, when you know that they're into it and they're like trying to dilly dally, I like stand up and I'll be like, come on, let's go. And I'll just like, not even give them time to think. I'll just say, come on, let's go. And I'll take their hand and I'll pull them off their chair and into VIP. Literally. That's all you have to do. I mean, you know, after I've make, made them fall in love with me, which is an art, and I can't really explain how to do that. But yeah, I just stand up and I'm like, come on, let's go. And if they say no, then I'm like, I thought you wanted me to sit on your cock or <laughs> shit like that. Uh, uh, I love, um, especially if they're like in a group of guys to kind of like pressure them. I'd be like, well, like, I thought that you were into me, babe. Like, I thought we were doing this thing or, you know, like try to make a scene a little bit. So their friends like kind of pressure them. Um, And usually their friends will. Uh, They're just like that. It's like this weird masculine ego thing. But anyways, on to the next question. Lil Baby Draco, she asks, what does stripper etiquette mean to you? Oh, my God. What a great question. That means a lot to me. Um, I was taught by OG, like Vegas hustlers, what stripper etiquette was, which a lot of times in Vegas, there isn't stripper etiquette, but like classic stripper etiquette is, um, I'll just give you a few examples. So 
whenever there's a girl, let's say you're talking to a customer, right? Let's say you're standing at the bar talking to a customer and you get called on stage. Um, after you finish your stage set, you notice that the customer is still standing there at the bar and a new girl is talking to him. So stripper etiquette is an example would be you would walk up to him and be like, oh my God, you found my favorite girl in the whole club. Oh my God, I can't wait for this. Like, babe, let's do a double dance for him. Babe, can we do a double dance for you? Like shit, like that's stripper etiquette. It's not coming up and being like, get the fuck away from my customer. Cause I've seen bitches do that and that's fucked up. Like there is a way to make money for everyone. Like use your fucking stripper etiquette. Act like you know her. Act like y'all been besties. Like, duh. Like, oh, God. Um, and I hate that newbies don't know that. Like, ugh, come on. Another example of stripper etiquette would be, like, if there's customers around the stage and they're tipping the girl on stage, but, like, let's mm, – let me uh, rephrase this situation. Let's say you are on stage and this customer is, like, about it like y'all are making the eye contact he's like obviously expressed his interest in you let's say you get off the stage right and the next girl comes on stage and uh this dude is like potential um you can go up to him and like start the sale you know like oh i saw you looking at me or whatever good stripper etiquette is to be like can we just tip her look how sexy she is the girl on stage you give her money on the stage and then you take him away for a dance. You don't just fucking jack a dude from the stage, especially if he's tipping. Like, that's money, you know? Um, always tip the girl on stage, always. Even if you have a tip out of your own fucking wallet. I do that all the time. If the customer, like, is ran out of ones or something, I'll just do the work myself. Stripper etiquette. There, it goes deeper and deeper, but those are, like, main examples. Okay, uh, Fitness with Tristan asks, how high of heels do you wear to work? Seven inches. Uh, do you still get nervous going after taking time off? Yes, kind of. Like my first day back, I wouldn't say I get nervous. I do get a little bit anxious though because like stripper flow, it's like a real flow that you have to get into. And if you haven't been into it for a while, it's like you have to kind of switch from your authentic self to your mm, like caricature, like your work self. So I get a little anxiety, but it goes away after the first day. Um, how do you get your feet in those size seven shoes? <laughs> Bitch, I'll know. <laughs> I really don't know. I wear a nine and a half and I wear a size seven in pleasers. I really don't know. It's by the grace of God. Okay. Hori Sora says, as a private contractor, how do you keep yourself motivated? Um, what kinds of things do you focus on when it's difficult to get motivated other than the monetary compensation that comes with your labor? Let's see. What do I focus on? Okay. Um, I have to like, um, to keep myself motivated, I have to like fake it till I make it kind of like, I have to psych myself into going to work. Like, cause there's days, of course, I don't want to fucking go to work, but I need money. Like that's the point of the, you know, job thing. Cause capitalism, um, I psych myself into it. Um, I think about just the feeling that you get, um, Whenever you're like super financially secure, like you got a fat ass savings, you got a fat ass like um, house note, like paid off or whatever, like paying off a car or like I think about a a vacation that I want to go on like and I think about how you have to get that like you have to fucking work your fucking ass off (laughs) and I do work my ass off. So that's what I do. 
Um, that's what I focus on. I focus on what I want. And then I get it. He <laughs> he. Um, what's it like dancing in Alaska? It's basically, this is from Beauty and Bryn. What's it like dancing in Alaska? It is like, um, dancing for dudes with bad breath, but really good hearts. Um, Ryan Lee official says, yes, I'm probably, yeah, I already answered that. Okay. Um, everyone's asking me the same question about therapy and yes, I am going to be a licensed professional counselor in LPC in the state of Alaska. Um, but I will be offering my services virally, like you can virally, is that the word? Um, so online. Um, what do I think about the halftime show, says Janelle Bells. I think that, hell yeah, Latina women, but also like, can you not pull down? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't actually care about the NFL because they're racist and like stupid and it's, they're a money making corporation, um, that really does nothing for people. I don't know. I'm weird about sports. I just don't care about that shit. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl, dude. I was at the spa. Like, I don't even know, but I saw some pics and I saw some pole dancing and I was like, okay, mm, I don't really care as long as people support sex workers. That's all I really care about. You can pole dance all the fuck you want, honey. Just make sure you give us a shout out. Pass the mic, you know? Um, Proud Cat Mom says, can we talk about boyfriends who try to make you quit dancing? Um, Did that ever happen to me? Yes, it did happen to me. Well... It was kind of complicated. It was like I had a dude who fronted like he pretend like he liked what I did, but in reality he was very insecure and he would tell me I was ugly and worthless and blah 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 and I left his ass. <clears throat> T Jill Mass says, "Do you wear fuzzy slippers professionally or otherwise?" Absolutely. <laughs> I live in fuzzy shit, dude. Like I am such a cozy queen. Everything I own is super cozy. I've gotten to the point in my stripper career where when I'm not stripping, I do not wear uncomfortable clothes, period. You hear me? Period. I don't fuck around. <clears throat> okay, la la la. Okay, Angie Ort- <laughs> Ortiz. Ortaliza? Is that your last name? Anyways, I thought it was Ortiz, but cool. What's a semicolon actually used for? It's used for continuing a thought, but in a different... Okay, it's basically like, like, here's a good way to do it, like, out loud, you could say. Because I'm, like, a writing uh, nerd. Um, you could say, Jim, what is it used for? Tim, you got me stumped. I mean, I know what it is. I just don't know. What, what, I'm going to Google it. I'm a Google queen. Um, semicolon. Let's see. <clears throat> Yeah, it separates major sentence elements. It can be used between two closely related independent clauses. Um, I know that a colon means like to describe something like, and then he said this colon, and then like a big um, statement. But um, let's see. I don't know, dude. I don't really use that shit. Um, especially in academic writing, it's not used a lot. <clears throat> so, 
I kind of gave up on that shit. But I think it's good for, like, series and lists and shit. Especially ones that already contain commas. So if you're like, we went to five places, Tokyo, Japan. You you would say, like, we went to five places on our vacation, semicolon. Tokyo, Japan, because that has, you know, comma. And then another semicolon. And then, you know, um you know, Spain, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I just started my period and my brain's kind of foggy, but that's what a semicolon is used for. It's used for separating things serially that already have commas. Corona on the cob. Corona on the cob. Corona on the cob. I love that name. And I see that you're on my shit all the time and I see you on other people's shit all the time. And I love you. Anyways, they ask, what spiritual practices do you use before, during, and after work to help you attract money, elevate your energy, la, la, Okay, this is important. I do a lot of mantras. I say a lot of things, and I write them down as well so I can look at them with my eyeballs, and I speak them out loud. Like, I love to say, um, like, uh, generous men love to give me lots of money. I'm so good at receiving large sums of money. I'm a money magnet. I tracked so much money. Like I just like keep up the positive um, self-talk, the mantras. That to me is spiritual. I also do yoga and breath work and um, some meditation. I used to be really into meditation, but now I go on a lot of walks and I do walking meditations. Uh, and I say those mantras when I do that as well. Um, uh, my friend, Mr. Kellogg, he said, last summer you were stuck in a song, song that had something to do about light work. I have no idea what it said, but it's been stuck in my head. What is it? The song light work. Oh shit. Oh damn. I know that song light work because it's very work. How's that go? Um, light work song <laughs> i love the internet they call it ha- no no it's housework uh, i'll play it for you oh it's jacks jones it's called housework fuck yeah this is my fucking motherfucking jam dude okay let me let me get to the good part hold on wait let me get to the chorus oh here it is Mm. If I don't get paid for this housework, mm. call it housework. Oh, I'm gonna throw shapes. The song is sick as fuck and it's super sexy. My friend that I danced with in Alaska danced to it every time, so it reminds me of her. Anyway, it's Jack Jones called Housework. <clears> okay. <throat> um, what do I have to do to play with McQueen? Says Ryan MSC. McQueen was my ex's dog. Um, you have to submit yourself to narcissistic abuse. That's how you can play with McQueen. Um, have fun. Okay. Um, la 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 la. Any tips for a beginner strip show? Um, uh, for an amateur like stripper night. Um, Lexbo. Oh my God, I love you. You sold me so much stuff at your yard sale. Okay. Um, my tip is fucking own that shit. You don't even have to be good at dancing, dude. You just gotta get up there and act like you're the shit. It's super fun. That's that's my tip. Act like you're the shit. 
Um, Audrey asks, how's my online grad school experience been? Very difficult because I have no time to do things that I used to do, but very rewarding because the work that I'm doing is like mirrored in my everyday life. It's fucking weird. Like I'll be doing a lesson. Like for instance, on Christmas, I was studying family systems. Um, just now with my narcissistic alcoholic ex-boyfriend, I was studying addiction. So like it just is fucking magic. Okay. Speaking of magic, Jubilee in magic asks, what are some of your traveling hacks to take the most of each city when I'm traveling? Um, that would be getting there early, um, to settle. Cause I'm kind of flighty and like airy and I just need a second to like put my roots in the ground. Then I feel confident. Then I can go to work and spend money. Um, and also stay in the place longer than you don't just do a week. Like it takes more than a week to like make a profit in my opinion. So that's my tip. I do like a month per place and that's works best for me in the past. I would do like a week at a time. And in some cases that, that that's okay. But like, I just am changing. And with grad school, I just need more time. Um, let's see. My favorite psychologist is, this is from Amarillo, is Carl Jung. Um, I love the shit that he talks about, especially shadow work. I believe in that. Um, Gabriella Tate, she asks, have you ever pushed through an intense sex worker burnout for months? If so, how'd you handle it? Fuck yeah, I have, dude. I've been in this industry almost four years. Yes, I absolutely have. What did I do to handle it? Fucking left and I went and danced somewhere else. And then I traveled around. That way I didn't get so burnt out. Because what I found out, I was just burnt out on the Vegas hustle. I wasn't burnt out with the job at all. I went to a new club in a new city and love that shit. Okay, Beck Boynton asks, why don't we have any good clubs in Nashville? Um, I think Crazy Horse is fun. Um, Deja Vu is fun too. But uh, the reason that there's no quote-unquote good clubs is because that's the motherfucking Bible Belt, honey. <laughs> Shit's doo-doo. Good luck there. Um, what else, Chelsea asks, how long did it take you to get comfortable in the heels? <clears throat> I need some water. Um, good question, Chelsea. Um, I think I'm just not comfortable in them, really. Mm, I take that back. I can put them on and not even think about it anymore. Um, but I mean, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know how long it took me. I can just fake shit really good. That's just what I feel like this whole industry is. Just fucking faking that shit. Um, so, yeah. I just faked it. I don't know. I still struggle with it sometimes. but And my feet still hurt. And I think they always will. But, uh, yeah. Sucks. This is my favorite question <clears throat> that I've gotten so far. And this is from Daniel Ortiz. Someone that I grew up with in Tennessee. What's up, dude? Danny. He says, what, if any, perspectives has sex work given you that may have changed or enforced male-female stereotypes? <clears throat> okay, so this is going to be my last answer because it's <clears throat> the most important question, I think. Um, so, before I entered sex work, I thought that men were trash. And even in my first year I would say of sex work I was like men are fucking trash because the way they treat people you know is the entitlement really is what bothers me 
<clears throat> but over time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop this rhetoric that men are trash because men pay my bills straight up. Like, um, and why am I disrespecting them like that? Like that does no good for me. I do recognize the problematicness of, um, patriarchal societies. They are terrible. Um, but here we are. So I'm not going to sit here and waller around and how mad I am. I changed the story and now I think that men are great. Um, uh, it's kind of tricky because like, I'm really like hurt right now, um, because of a man. And so, I mean, shoot, like, okay. Okay. Let, let me just break this down. Men have caused me all of my pain and trauma in my life. Mm, not all of it. My mom, I mean, <clears throat> one of my caretakers, that's a woman <laughs> did as well. My mom did a lot of damage, but, but my mom cleaned it up. All of the, the damage that men have done, they haven't cleaned them up themselves. So I think that's why I entered sex work in the first place. <clears throat> One, cause I needed money, but two, because I felt wronged by men my whole life because, um, the men in my family aren't adequate in, um, caretaking and emotional support. So I entered sex work to like kind of get what I deserved from men, I felt. Um, and so now I, because I wasn't, like I said, I didn't grow up with any male role models at all. And it wasn't until I had my first like really amazing customers that changed my perspective on men. Like men at, sex work is like created the good side of men for me. It has also displayed the bad side, but I mean, you know, the stereotypes are good and bad for both men and women and all people. People are just good and bad. It just is, it'd be like that, you know? So I'm probably not very good at explaining this, but like men taught me, men during, men in sex work taught me that men are good. Like I've had a sugar daddy. <clears throat> pay for my uh pay for some of my classes in my um grad school whereas my real father who could afford it didn't pay for my undergrad when I was promised that so you know on the one hand ooh, but on the other hand hell yeah you know does that make sense Ugh, I'm, I think I should wrap this up because I'm kind of butchering it because I'm pretty broken right now um, it has changed my stereotype that I viewed women in that the women that I've experienced in sex work have all been sisters. Like I, I'm trying to, there's only been like a couple times in my whole career that I can remember being and feeling wronged by strippers, um, and other sex workers. Like they just have been like unwavering supportively to me. It's hard for me to talk right now for whatever reason. I think it's because I'm sad, dude. 
sorry I'm like upset right now and I'm like really trying to work through that um but I'm also like I have to get back to life I can't just wallow around in sadness forever um so bear with me um most of my episodes are much like more flowy and like fun than this but the reality is baby girls struggling a little bit and if you're my abuser and you're listening to this, um, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm still prevailing, motherfucker. And also, I'm getting my hair cut in a couple days, so you're about to be out. And I started my period today, so you're literally, like, out of my body. So, um, <clears throat> and, um, anyways, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna wrap this episode up. Um, cause I'm a fucking human being, and I just, I think I need some more time to, like, figure my shit out, so, but I did want to answer those questions for y'all, because I love you so much, and, um, I missed this cathartic process that is podcasting, so thank you for being with me today, my friends, I love you, um, I hope that y'all are doing well, I hope that you are crushing your goals, my goals got a little bit, uh, sidetracked, and so now I am going back to work tomorrow, because I need my sisters, I need love for my girls, um, at work, you know what I'm saying, so, anyways, ugh, did I just butcher this, oh my god, fuck, see, this is the thing about creating art, is like, even if it's, like, not my best, I still want to release it because it is growth, and that's life, and that's reflected in art, and art is life, and life is art, you know what I mean? Plus, I don't edit any of my episodes, so I'm not going to edit anything out. I'm just going to leave it as it is because flaws are human, and here I am being a damn motherfucking human. (laughs) You know, I'm sick of being a human sometimes. I just wish that the aliens would come pick me up and probe me, take me the fuck out of here, because I'm sick of this shit. <sighs> sometimes. Sometimes life is just incredible, and sometimes it's just really hard. And right now it's really hard, but it's getting a lot easier every day, every motherfucking day. So, anyways, I'm going to wrap this shit up, because I'm sick of that. Um, sick of thinking about it and talking about it. Uh, so I did this class with my girl today, Lisa Marie. She is just an incredible person, y'all. Please follow her Instagram if you're into any sort of, like, herbalism, um, like, conscious thinking, any sort of conscious, like, content or yoga or, like, breath work, sound healing. That's my girl, Lisa Marie, and I've learned a lot from her over the last year and a half, and she's incredible, I'm staying at her house right now. She's like my sister. Love her. Love her whole fam. Anyway, you can find her on Instagram. She sells things that you may be interested in that I am not at liberty to speak of <laughs> on a podcast. Um, but conscious things, you know. And her uh, thing is uh, at Lisa Marie underscore like Presley. So hit her up because she is a special, special woman. And I'm so honored that she's in my life. Um, Anyway, I took one of her yoga classes this morning. And she taught us this kundalini breath technique that I wanted to share with y'all. It's called the 4-4 Energizing Breath. Um, Or it might have some other names, but um, that's the one that is easiest to remember for me. So this technique is going to make you feel good. Uh, if you do it vigorously, it'll recharge you. 
And if you do it for long enough, you'll feel the kundalini energy start to gather in your low spine. Um, uh, I did it today and loved it. So I'm going to teach you how to do it. So you can do this by sitting up straight, uh, cross your legs, or sometimes I have to sit on my feet just because my knees hurt. <clears throat> but either way, make sure that your spine is straight and um, relax your shoulders. And you can do a few things with your hands. You can, uh, I, I'd say for your first time, just put your hands on your knees. Um, and, or you could put them at your heart center and press your palms together. So you'll close your eyes and focus on your third eye. It's in between your um, eyebrows, just a little bit up. And keep your eyes closed tight. I mean, light, light, not tight. <laughs> keep your eyes closed. Um, so when you inhale, you're going to uh, break your breath up into four parts. And then when you exhale, you're going to break them up into four parts. So it's going to be like four inhales and then four exhales. I'll do a little demonstration for you and then you can join me. So you'll inhale. Exhale. Um, you, I think today we did it with, I think we did it all in our, wait, let me think. I think we did it all out of, in and out of our nose. Um, but I know that if you're trying to like get rid of shit out of your body, you can open your mouth on the exhales. But anyways, I'm going to do it with my nose, um, in and out of my nose. And I kind of have some boogers <laughs> cause I'm getting over this, um, this cold. So just bear with me. If you're feeling super, um, nervous or anxious, you can do this as well. And whenever you, um, do the fours, you can say sa, ta, na, ma, uh, mentally, like you can say it in your head, like sa, ta, na, ma, exhale, sa, ta, na, ma, uh, sa means infinity, ta means life, uh, na means death and ma means rebirth. So infinity, life, death, rebirth. It's a, it's some Kundalini yoga shit. So let's do this together. I've told you enough. Um, if you want to just like get a quick recharge, you can just do this for one minute straight, but we'll just do a few rounds together. Um, yeah, here we go. Okay. So sit up, hands on your knees, close your eyes, look up at your third eye, put your hands either on your knees or at your chest and at your heart center. And here we go. Inhale. And if you do it for long enough, you'll kind of get a little high. Um, Release that DMT from that pineal gland, baby. Enjoy. You could do that for fucking 20 minutes. Um, Lisa Marie was saying that she's seen people do it for 108 minutes. 
So um, just do you, however long you want to do it. It is a meditation, and you are um, the creator of your own meditation and your own practice. So enjoy. <laughs> um, I'm going to call this off. I have a really fun um, podcast idea of brewing. I just haven't gathered all the elements quite yet, but it's going to be good. Anyways, I love y'all so much. I hope that you are enjoying this new spring or winter, whatever, wherever you are. And I hope that you are fulfilled and loved and safe and cared for. And if you don't feel that, create it in yourself. Love you so much. Till next time.